Okay, so before I move through this eight-episode series, I should remind you that there are some things I just don't do well at. We all have, or should have, our pocket list of things, but here are mine. Names, grammar, numbers, and directions. I said it. I'm just not wired for these things. I can muddle through numbers, and with an e-map can get around. But pronouncing names longer than Bob gets a bit tricky. So if I mispronounce Hilgobrithoris' name, it is because I'm not the back of the shampoo bottle reader as some of you may be. Stick with the story and skate by my disastrous attempts at trying to pronounce complex biblical words. Hello, my name is Ken and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Streets Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effective working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Family We Define, and Mothers and Brothers. This is message one of eight. And yes, this is another awesome series that you may have never heard before. Ever. I would drop the mic, but it just stays in the boom. When I have had discussions with Christians about their ministry effectiveness, many provide the excuse that they are too busy to do all that business. Family events such as birthdays, all manner of holidays, depending on culture, more manner of special events such as celebrating specific birthdays, such as the ages of 13, 16, 18, 21, and all of the ones in between. The list of busyness is unending. There are special family events which, by the way, absorb a massive amount of time to prepare and gobble up much-needed financial resources. There are other events pulling at the heartstrings of mom and dads alike. Graduations, sports, fishing trips, wedding anniversaries, 7, 10, 25, 50, 75 years. Horseback riding, rodeos, flying lessons, gym, student recognition, school assemblies, dance lessons, karate lessons for juniors. Let us not forget about vacations, which is in essence just busyness in another location. All of this in addition to both mom and dad working jobs to support such a middle-class income lifestyle. To be honest, I became somewhat fatigued just writing these things down. There are many families that grab onto this list and say that it represents my life. I haven't even brought in Sunday school or church attendance in. As for way too many of us, these things are presupposed to be variables in our very busy lives, not foundational, necessary, or pivotal. You might think no lives in danger because I choose to be naturally saved, right? But so now I don't suppose that any of you have had the thought in getting this far in the message that I might be asking everyone who is saved to move to the moon. Nope. I'm not asking you to stop living and 100% focus on the church and church activities. At least not until you understand why you should be so inclined. It's the kingdom that is our focus. It's what we find along the way that increases our fire for God. It's the fire of God that begins to stir us up to greater works. And when this happens, you will desire to want to be 100% Christian living for God 100% of the time. I believe Jesus knew of our propensity to busy our lives with activities. In the American lifestyle, we are so good at leaving no time for ourselves, our human well-being, or to build any kind of deep relationship between husband-wives, parents to kids, or neighbor to neighbor. We have busied our way out of an authentic relationship with humanity and with God. Social media was invented out of the relational void we have with other humans because of the busyness we have replaced them with. The Bible states that he who loves the world can have no part in me. 1 John 2.15 Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. What? 
How can you tie love to busyness, Ken? Hmm. One of the primary reasons why Christians do not read the Bible is because they know it states stuff like this. Besides, I don't do the tying, just the presenting. Now, the Bible asks for 100% of you, and that can seem like an impossibility. How do I not love the world? Fuji, Hawaii, California, New York, or San Diego. And things, things, things. We all need and want things, right? Yes, we do, and there's nothing wrong with that in and of itself. We just want to pay attention to what things we want and why. What is the cost of our pursuit of stuff? So an example extracted from my life happened whereby God opened the door for me to purchase a Mercedes a minute ago. But before owning the one I recently sold, I was already in the practice of giving away over 16 tires and wheels with cars on top of them, including such brands as Audi and Mercedes. King David had stuff, and good stuff it was. But none of it had him, including his mountain of silver and gold. Matthew 16, 26, 27. For what profit is to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each one according to his works. So it's important to understand that we are in a war, which in its definition of purposes is to grow and mature us as Christians, to be found obedient and in the pursuit of knowing God of loving and serving in faith and grace those who already belong to the family, and not only to, but and to preach the gospel, so that those who were predestined called according to his purpose, yes, those who are purposed for adoption to come, and see that the water is warm. We are in a war to take back what the devil has taken from Christ. Luke 19.10 You have been drafted into the kingdom of God when you got authentically born again. And like anyone who joins, any one of our armed military forces, we need to be trained on what it looks like and then released to fight the good fight. In another message, I talk about the purpose of church and use the military in parallel to it so that you can be astounded, as much as I was, at the discovery of the similarities between the church function and purpose and the military function and its purpose. So for now, just be aware Christianity is not about being religious. I, after I was saved, do not have to convince the one who saved me to adopt me because of what I do. He adopted me in spite of what I did, and in some cases still do. Religion actually fights against the knowledge of this freedom and has done so for thousands of years. But enough of this. On to the redefinition of family, kingdom style, in the next episode, which is episode two. Stick with me as we are just getting rolling. It takes a minute to think that God has torn you from the grips of this earth or is right now doing so. You have heard it said, and the Bible tells me so, that we are not of this world. I would repeat this a thousand times until you understand that you are not of this world. Much love, of course. Remember, it's not what you find wrong with or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy. It creates space for the light of life to shine through in the people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.